Dallas? I don't want you going to Dallas at all. That place is crawling with crackheads and debutantes, and half of them play for the Cowboys. Abs and a six-pack. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Stampede! Go, you Dallas Cowboys, go! It's episode Six Pack, episode 109, with Alex Stein. That rhymed. Hey, 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 hey. How you doing? It's prime time, 99 Alex Stein, on the 109 episode. So if you're looking at this, people that think I'm like an Illuminati shill... They're going to be right because all the uh, gematria and numerical symbology makes it look like I am some sort of governmental agent here to spread some sort of uh, symbolic message. Well, you are, right? I thought that's why we were here. I thought that's- that is a hundred percent where we okay. are, but that's why I just I just want to point I just want to point that out for the people that are sleeping at home Shit. because a lot of people are are still asleep. You know, they have no idea what's really going on behind. The scenes, you know what I mean? I don't think I was even supposed to divulge that information. It just kind of came out of me, spewed out of me like diarrhea. Sorry. Well, the sad thing is people are going to be too, you know, deft to even understand to uh, what's truly going on. You know, you can say that a million times. I actually talk about this, Chris, on my show all the time. People always say, oh, why don't you get a new bit? But um, you can look up this study. A&W uh, Root Beer, they were actually one of the first fast food restaurants. They sold hot dogs, and they uh, wanted to... Get in the hamburger business after they saw the success of McDonald's. So they did a nationwide survey where they asked people what they thought was a better value, and they wanted to compete, uh, especially with the McDonald's quarter pounder. So they asked people what they thought was a better value. Was it a better value for three dollars and ninety nine cent for the third pound burger, or four dollars and ten cents for the quarter pounder burger? And everybody overwhelmingly picked the quarter pounder burger because they thought one fourth was bigger than one third. And uh, that survey just you know proved how stupid society is. And sadly, that's that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with you know basically a, a bunch of autistic people, uh, and that's the majority of the people. And, and the bigger they get, and the bigger the group gets, the dumber the group gets. I have a, I have a follow up question on that. What does A and W stand for? Because I've seen A and Ws around. They usually quickly shut down because Sonic, not Sonic the Hedgehog, but Sonic the Restaurant would quickly take over these areas where the A and W shut down. What does A and W stand for? I'm looking up right now. What does it stand for? Let's see. It stands for uh, A and W Root Beer. What does it? Uh, 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 A&W Root Beer is a brand of root beer founded in 1919 by Roy W. Allen and primarily available in the United States and Canada. Allen partnered with Frank Wright in 1922, creating the A&W brand. So I guess it was Allen and Wright. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. A&W. Allen and Wright. Who would have yeah. known? Mm. Who would have known that, though, unless you're a total freakazoid? But, yeah, so I know that hamburger survey. And, I mean, I just think it shines a light. It's like that movie, Idiocracy. Like that's uh, that's not a fictional movie. It's a documentary, basically. It's predictive programming for the uh, de-evolution of mankind. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually one of my favorite documentaries. It's up there with They Live with Rowdy, Rowdy Rodney Piper. Also a great no documentary. Doubt. Yeah, well, another and, great and documentary. Uh, and you played Mike Judge's the freaking uh, King of the Hill. So we got to, you know, speaking of idiocracy, I mean, that's Mike Judge's movie. Yeah. Carl's Jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. 
I got a couple of idiocracy clips in the bank, you know. Hey, was I wearing pants when we went in there? Shit. What do I look like? A pants goblin? <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at, though. It's like you're going to be doing social credits for your hamburger. You'll be like, oh, go pick up 20 pieces of trash or... You know what I mean? Uh, pedal on this bike and create enough energy for our hamburger m griller to work. One, <laughs> we'll one booster shot per burger. Uh, no doubt. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It'll be like, <laughs> hey, you're because because that's really how they want to get it to Chris. Honest to God, they want this thing to be a daily thing. Like you take your daily vitamin. They want you, this vaccine or your flu prevention to be just like taking aspirin or Tylenol. Uh, and, and that's the truth. That's why like they're wor Have you seen where they're working on the one a day vaccine? <laughs> yes. I mean, oh hey, dude, my god, how, it's like a fucking onion article, that? dude. Or Babylon B. It's like how did I mean shit like that's an example of shit that like literally not ten years ago, ten months ago would have been outrageous, but now everybody's like, Oh yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> No, dude, it's the opposite of that. Like, I, that's what I thought as a conspiracy theorist. Like, I thought, oh, you know, people would, like, stand up. No, dude, the majority of people want this because everybody's life is, like, so boring. They're, like, either getting, like, they're in, like, some, like, loveless relationship or they're in, you know, like, like what I'm saying is this freaking pandemic adds so much chaos that it gives people an identity to be, like, pro-vax, anti-vax. Like, even on the anti-vax side, it gives people that are losers on that side, you know, an identity. So it's just this really weird thing where it's never going to end. I had some sort of hope like this would end, but no, dude, it's just going to be waves and waves and waves till you and I die. The flu epidemic, you know, endemic, whatever the hell it's going to change to, it's not going anywhere. And they, they, they did this, they've been trying to do this dog and pony show with, with the bird flu, with Ebola, with the avian flu. They, every year there's some new flu. You can actually go back and look like, you know, swine flu, all these other people that got wiped out. It's just because nobody, you know, they didn't they didn't have some sort of presidential election to rig, so they didn't have like the media on its side. But this is this this whole vaccine is what's causing the the, the spike and the fact that people can't see this. So until we stop vaccinating people, they have to get a hundred percent vaccination level. So there's no con control group. So when everybody's fucked up, they can't say, oh, they can't blame it on the vaccine. They're just going to say, oh, it's it's other uh, pre pre existing conditions. But they're not going to get that 100% control group. I mean, I know people, myself included, allegedly, that will take a bullet to the head before they get this fucking injection. So they're not, they're not they going to get Israel, that 100% control group. Even Australia can't get it, and they're locking everybody down like dogs. So it's it's not going to work. They're They're pushed to get everybody vaccinated so that nobody can tell how bad the side effects are is not working. And they're panicking wow. because it's not working. And the side effects aren't going to be like instant. I mean, for some people, it causes. I think the younger you are, the the worse it is. And now they're going to put it, they give it to a bunch of kids, five to eleven year olds. So how many six year old kids have to die before people are like, "Hey, this vaccine looks like it's kind of dangerous." But <laughs> like I said, we're dealing with people that are basically um, incapable of any amount no amount of evidence can convince an idiot so these people are, are incapable of actually learning the truth because they're so brainwashed by the trauma-based mind control of the mainstream media and what? like all their favorite celebrities and you know all their all their media that they enjoy other than Nicki minaj our new queen our new 
the new model. And I love queen. Nikki. I love her big old titties. I love how she talks about sucking dick. I like. Hell I love yeah. all her whole vibe. I like. I love all. I like that. how she twerks. But you know, you know, I do have a clip of uh, some of the reliable doctors diagnosing people's vaccine injuries. Well, don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. Yeah. And that's really how it is. I mean, people are going either they have either they're having a heart attack, or the doctor just says like your shit's fucked up. You're having like a poor immuno uh, uh, response. Like your immune system shit. So, I mean, not we really joke much about we can it, do but for I, you. I saw there's been two like they, now that they've started trials on under like minors. I've seen two 11 year old girls with like wheelchair ridden. And it's not funny. It's fucked up. It's oh like no, that's wheel, not funny wheel, at all. I wheelchair. Saw, I saw the same videos. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 the what's the most fucked up part about it is the vaccine pushers attacking the family and the kids to it's, shut them up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's I, really I fucked. Saw, I just saw an article that said, I mean, is this real? Is it not? Two babies died from drinking the breast milk of of moms that had Pfizer. Well, Pfizer milk, so, Pfizer milk is not FDA approved yet, but it will be soon, probably. I mean, babies having blood clots. I mean, why, why even risk this for the flu with the ninety nine point nine percent survival rate? And that's what's really making me mad because at the beginning of this, like I would have said, a lot of the hospital stuff. Everybody's making TikToks yet. They told us they have to shut us down, to flatten the curve in two weeks. Yada yada yada. But at this point now, I'm starting to actually believe that the hospital probably is under some sort of stress because they're probably not used to having a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids having heart attacks. You know, in the heart attack wing, well, it, it's probably it's probably usually seventy-year-olds, sixty-year-olds. My dad had a heart attack when he's sixty-one, which is relatively young. I imagine they don't have a lot of nineteen-year-old heart attack victims. It's the that. It's there's that. Like we saw the hospital uh, hospitalizations for COVID quadruple after the vaccine rollout, especially in Israel and places like that. But it's it's also when they these hospitals roll out the mandates, and that's why you're seeing a bunch of hospitals go back on the mandates and say, nah, we're not going to mandate it because, you know, a third of the doctors and half the nurses are quitting because they see the firsthand side effects of these things, and they're like, fuck that, I'm not taking this thing. I'll just quit my job. And that's that's what's mainly, in my opinion, and from what I'm seeing – on the ground and from the people I know that work in healthcare and work at hospitals, that's what's causing the healthcare uh, shortage is the vaccine mandates where people that work at the hospitals are like, fuck you. I they're quitting because they don't want to take the shit. It's called get woke, go broke. Everybody always says that. It's a cliche that's annoying as fuck, but it makes sense. And that's why, but then, dude, I say that, Chris, and the Las Vegas Raiders are the one NFL team in their stadium. You either have to have a negative COVID test or a vaccine. Like, you have to have a vaccine or a negative test. And I thought, oh, the stadium would be half full, but no, it was, like, jam-packed the other night in the game I saw. So... I was in my mind hoping, like, maybe one of these airlines will have a vaccine mandate and they'll just lose so much business. They'll realize, hey, the will of the people. At the end of the day, you know, they have to make money. But, dude, I don't even think – I think they would just get bailed out by the government if that was the case. You know, they would just give them some free airlines bailout. Uh, 
And so I just think that's the next step. I think the CDC and the FDA, they're lobbyists. We're, we're basically run by multinational corporations. And it's just so easy. That has to be the next logical step because they're done incentivizing the vaccine. It's got to be the domestic air travel. Uh, and that's what they're pushing on CNN. This woman, Leanna Wynn, who's the head of CNN consultant, and then Sanjay Gupta as well. They're, they're, they're pushing for interstate travel mandates and domestic flight vaccine mandates. I mean, it's it's insane. It's very unconstitutional, I would argue. But you know, what do I know, <laughs> right? What is what did the Patriot word? You a fag? Didn't the Patriot Act take away the Constitution? I mean, does the Constitution even really matter? Yeah, anymore? I mean, the, I mean yeah, yeah, I've argued the same thing. It's like the people that are. Like, I, I have friends that are kind of Trumpers, and Trump was what woke them up to, let's say, 9-11 or s- stuff like that. And they're just now kind of coming around to... But they were Bush fans, you know, and they're just now kind of coming around to the fact that things are a little shady, a little bit fucked up. It's not just Obama that was the bad guy. They're like the redneck friends I have in Tennessee. And they're yeah. they're finally coming around to this idea that, like, hmm, I guess the Patriot Act wasn't a good thing. And I, that's what I point out to him. It's like, okay, so you're surprised now that they're mandating vaccines, but you're not. But how are you, how can you be surprised about that when there was the Patriot Act that basically said, oh, uh, yeah, we can spy on any American citizen, read their emails, text, phone calls. That's fine. Listen to the phone calls. Yeah. And when you frame it like that, it's like, oh, yeah, this is not surprising at all. And that's why we need guns, which uh, later tonight at eight, we will have a whole episode on gun control. And uh, I don't know what's, what Alex, what's your opinion on guns? You like guns? You think they're good? Yeah, we got to have guns. But yeah, but just on just one thing I want to say on what you were just saying, the warrantless search and seizure of our emails and phones. <laughs> that's what's going to be next is like they're going to have the warrantless search and seizure of our of our text messages of our phone calls, of all of our personal messages so that we're not a domestic terrorist because that's basically what's happening with the January 6th thing. It's like, you know, those people, I'm sure some of them were bad, but most of them, I mean, 99% of those people were walking in the ropes were, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, patsies that were basically entrapped by Trump himself. And that's why I don't like Trump at all. You know, Trump's as crooked as a dog's hind leg. You know, at one point I did like him, but, dude, he should have bailed out all those supporters that he did encourage to go there on January 6th. Uh, let's he was be still- nice. He was still in office, and he could have helped a lot of those people, especially the people that were charged with misdemeanors and stuff. And instead, their lives are ruined over um, not half as much damage as BLM. And those people were all bailed out by Kamala Harris and all these celebrities. So the hypocrisy is what makes me sick. And, I mean, it's just it's it's, it's absurd. You kind of have to point that out. Yeah. Well, the, are you talking about guns? Trump's had talking about guns? Trump- Trump yeah, tonight, yeah, tonight we have a whole gun control episode. It was going to, yeah, anyway, we had a whole scheduling snafu, and that's why we're doing this now, but uh, thanks for making, but anyways, point is, uh, Trump, my biggest complaint with him is how hard he's been pushing this vaccine, but I will give him credit, even though I hate the fact that he's pushing this vaccine, I'll give him credit where it's due, he is saying it shouldn't be mandated, it's like, it's a great, it's a great vaccine, everybody loves it, everybody needs it. But only if you want it. It shouldn't be forced. And it's like that. That's at least better than anybody else. But that's what they said for four years. Trump is doing everything for optics. And dude, and I get that. Like, but he could have done something those four years. He just got railroaded the whole time. 
and didn't expose 9-11. I mean, you and I know that it wasn't just he's it, Trump's in Israel's pocket so much. He could have definitely put the, you know, he could have put the magnifying glass on 9-11 and shown that it wasn't Muhammad Atta, 19 terrorists with box cutters. We can't talk bad about Israel, man. This is a Jew-friendly zone. Jews well, that's I what I'm saying. I love can't Jews. say anything bad about Israel. <laughs> Jews are awesome. I'm Stein. Everything's I'm Jewish. I'm not, but... What I'm saying like is... Like Binstein, yeah. right? That's, isn't that Binstein the guy that does the thing? Yeah. Is he not Jewish? I figured he probably is. Bueller. Isn't he the guy? Bueller. Yeah. He's, he's got to be Jewish. Yeah, he's not Jewish. Everybody's Jewish. See, I didn't know my grandfather. My dad didn't know his dad. He got my grandmother pregnant and then just moved away. And uh, so he was. I wasn't raised. I didn't go to bar mitzvahs. I didn't get bar mitzvahed. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of Jewish friends too growing up in Texas. I didn't really know many other Jews. So I really wasn't raised in that culture, and I never went to synagogue or temple. I forget which. It's temple, right? Is that correct? Yeah, Regardless, I think so. I uh, synagogue. I, yeah. yeah, I think it's synagogue. But I, it would be cool if, like, your mom had married Al Franken, and then they had a kid named Al Frankenstein. That would have been badass. No doubt about yeah. that. If we could have got that connection. But, you know... It's a sad, it's a sad day when you don't have a, day, a name because you know what my dad used to say. He used to be like, you know, your name is Mo Mo Ron because he'd call me a moron all the time. And that, <laughs> you know, so I mean, no, that's real. That's actually sad but true. Um, sad but true. So yeah, Al Frankenstein would have been a walk in the park. That I would have liked. That would have been an upgrade compared to what I was called uh, con- uh, constantly. Uh, that and, and fat and overweight and uh, <laughs> slow. Is that funny? It's pretty funny. I love AJ. Do we like AJ? I mean, they're talking He's about the, the frogs being gay. They, well, that pisses me off because those he frogs right are getting like, yeah, they're getting asexual and they're not like, you know, they're they're really, they're turning gay. I mean, it's just bullshit that people can't even under <laughs> that, 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 th- this is what pisses me off. I can't even say it. The outlandishness of the statement is so wild that everybody's like, oh my gosh, look how dumb he sounds. He's, you know, the frogs are turning gay. But as soon as you look one centimeter under the surface and you look at the study, it really, the frogs really are becoming like asexual and not mating. Because of atrazine. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And, uh, I mean, the, only, <laughs> the only study that uh, disputed that uh, research that showed that atrazine was turning the frogs gay, the, or trans technically, the only study that disputed that was funded and published by the company that makes atrazine. No shit, of course. Yeah. And then you can take any numbers and like say it disputed it. However, they say you know they can be like, oh well, it didn't affect them over this amount in months. You know, like in, for this study, it'll be twelve months. This study, it'll be like one month. I mean, it's just they can freaking manipulate the data. Same with I mean, it, Bill Gates. You could, it's the same. That's what I say about the vaccine too. It's like okay. You, you've survived 30 days or you've survived uh, six months with the vaccine. But you could do the same thing with like uh, like inhale bug poison or smoke cigarettes, for a lesser example. You can't say that that's not going to have any long-term effects. So this idea that you're just you're, you're fine because you survived the first week of getting vaccinated doesn't mean it has any negative doesn't have negative effects later on. It's, it's uh, I mean it's kind of goofy. Yeah, and honestly, you know, the va- the vaccine, like, I don't think it's going to be some sort of instant kill shot. I know people that got the vaccine and they seem to be fine. So why would they give us, a, you know, something and everybody got sick at once? They, they, they know they have to space it out. And you look at That's Japan. why they give people the placebo, too. 
Yeah, and then Japan found, you know, 1.6 million doses that had some sort of, uh, um, you know, foreign substance in it. And then that happened like three found- times, too. It, it was at least two or three times that Japan found a Moderna batch with, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, t- toxic levels of. Uh, heavy metals. Graphene oxide, yeah, yeah. heavy metals. And you, if you think freaking Deborah at the CVS on, you know, you know, Duncanville Boulevard in Dallas, Texas, is going to check the vial before she sticks it in your arm, you're out of your mind and whacked out on crack. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, Ridiculous. maybe in Japan. I mean, maybe in Japan they check that shit, but dude, in America they're not. It's dude. There's no. They'll give you a vaccine under a bridge. Like I saw two homeless guys doing heroin next to a vaccine clinic. I didn't know if they're giving themselves a vaccine. <laughs> I mean, it's like that is really right the day. And I'm serious. They're they're doing it at the. I'm not even being. I'm not even being sarcastic when they're doing it. At now the state fair is opening in in uh, Dallas and it's it's opening this Friday. But dude, so it's in Fair Park. It's like this big area you can drive through. And this whole entire time since the vaccine came out, they've had like a drive through clinic in Fair Park. And dude, if you drive through Fair Park, that's where like the homeless people are. So like there's like people getting inoculated in their cars. Like you'll see the news and in the back background there's like tent dudes with needles like doing heroin i mean it's i mean it's not it's it, it sounds like it's freaking robocop and apocalyptic but it just happens to be where the free vaccine clinic happens to be where there's a lot of homeless people and that just doesn't seem medically sanitary you know what i mean whatever happened to having some sort of like uh rules and regulations of where you can do a medical procedure i mean isn't that a bad sign where you can literally get vaccinated at like an apartment clinic basement i mean in the long laundry room of an apartment clinic from some nurse that just got out of prison for being like a psycho person or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. And and they're uh, they're giving out vaccines at McDonald's now. Chicken McNuggets. Dude, yeah, I mean, dude, you're telling me the manager of McDonald's is like now a freaking registered nurse. I mean, this is the thing. This is their whole plan with the telemedicine. I I talked to this doctor at the beginning of COVID, and like I was watching all of her old videos, and I didn't get she would always be talking about telemedicine is going to be like the future, and it's going to put all these doctors out of business. And in my mind, I'm like, what do you mean? You know, like you still have to talk to your doctor, but that's what's good. When you wake up, that's what's going to happen. That's why they have all these nurse practitioners. It's all going to just be like, they're going to know what sickness you have. And you're just going to go on a computer screen and one doctor, or you're going to get a team of doctors, right? You're going to get like, be talking to like a room of eight doctors and they're going to talk to like 500 people a day. And they're just going to write you a prescription over the screen. And it's just going to be, I mean, the future of of healthcare and uh, big pharma is just going to keep us perpetually sick through our computers. And this vaccine is just the start of it. It's just getting used to us, like not having to go to a doctor anymore, not having any sort of patient confidentiality. It's just getting us used to like this, like wild west black market healthcare system, uh, but being the official healthcare system while also being black market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last night I just watched total recall with, uh, what's that guy's name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is and that the one where they have the Taco Bell? What, what's what's Total Recall? Because I've seen them all. It, it's funny because happening. Total Recall, uh, it's it's a Philip K. It's based on a Philip K. Dick story, which is actually why it's so good, probably. But I, I it's it, Total Recall is. They, it it's also funny that they have happens. they drive the like the cars in Idiocracy that they drive in the movie Idiocracy are starkly similar to the cars in Total Recall, but uh, it's got Arnold. Uh, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Uh, yeah. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
And the, the whole point is, like, it's all VR and stuff, but the, the, the future that they lay out in that movie and the future they lay out in Idiocracy, both of those, we're, like, within the next 10 years, what we're in for is going to make Idiocracy and Total Recall look like a cakewalk. Like, where you're constantly surveilled and you have chips in your brain and, like, you know... Because back when those movies came out, the technology didn't exist like it does now for facial recognition and all the shit that we're in for. And uh, what Arnold Schwarzenegger said recently, he's like, fuck your you, freedom. You're, 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 yeah, fuck your freedom. And fuck Arnold your freedom. I mean, I am was, just so sick of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Me too, because Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad was a Nazi, and on top of that, and, and I don't use that word lightly by calling everybody a Nazi, but on top of that... No, he was a literal Arnold, Nazi. Yeah, he was a literal one. And then on top of that, though, Arnold Schwarzenegger had that kid with his housekeeper and, like, denied it till it was, like, tw- <laughs> till he was, like, 25. I mean, that just shows you a kind of a low character. He's low moral character guy telling us we don't have our freedom. And he became governor and he had, like, I mean, look at Hunter Biden. It's just a dirtbag. And, like, honestly, I kind of like Hunter Biden. I mean, at least he smokes a little crack. He has a little he fun. Owns it, like, man. I can ca- yeah, I can kind of identify with him a little bit, but Hell the yeah. fact the media the fact the media gives him this just this this total pass. If that was Donald Trump Jr., it would be the front page of every website and every phone for the on For the, the end, end of time. time. But, but but Hunter's cool, man. He's Mister Shit King Shit Pussy, aka Mister Shit King Shit Pussy. That's right, and he's now he's got the fucking. He is kind of the life of Riley because, like, if you've seen the nude photos, he is well endowed. He has like a huge dick. I don't know how does how does how does somebody have not only are you the president's son, but you got a huge Johnson, and you get to be a crack addict and get caught by the FBI, and they don't arrest you. Like, how does how does somebody get so lucky? I just don't. Luckily, understand. I know literally everything there is to know about getting pussy. And he gets a lot, dude. Hunter Biden got a lot of pussy. Yeah. And he he smokes crack. He eats ass. He's a great guy. I'll eat your ass. I will. I I I mean, you got to respect the game, you know. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But if you go to gtv.org, that's where like all the leaked nudes are. I don't know if you've seen those, but it's just disgusting. Some of the stuff. I I saw when the the now there's like a new laptop. I mean, how many lap? How many times is this guy gonna fucking leave his laptop around? But the original laptop when that all that got dumped. It was like this sketchy looking link, and I was like, if I click on this thing, first of all, I might be witnessing child porn. There's a good possibility, so I didn't want to look. Yeah, at that's what how was you don't want to watch it. Be, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the same thing when when they were saying like, there's a video of Marina Bronovich and Hillary Clinton ripping off this little girl's face, uh, and like frazzle drip is what they call that. Yeah, it's that like either. okay. So if you go look, if let's say for the sake of argument that that video is real. If you have it in your possession, you are committing a crime by, by, not necessarily viewing, yeah, but you don't like, need to watch it or see it. But yeah, the GTV so the same thing, thing with Hunter Biden's out. laptop. I was like, it, fuck, the, I don't, I don't want to see it. Out. I just want him to go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be fine. Well, they're blurred out, but still, they're, they're blurred out in a way where you can. They're not. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have seen him smoking crack leave. and I've seen him jerking off like uncensored, and that was enough for me. Yeah, well, the president's son over here. I mean, that's that's the America we live in. It's insane. Uh, so I learned about then, roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. 
And do you think Biden will make it the full four years? I mean, I just I think it's there's not a, a bit strong chance that I mean, like Kamala Harris is. I didn't think he would get elected, so I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, but this is this is I'm actually kind of looking forward to the Kamala Harris days in the White House because it's going to be camel toe like hair push. It's going to be like a Tyler Perry movie. Medea goes to the White House. <laughs> Hit her. It's be exactly the same. Hit her. Oh my God. She's dude. just going to do. A, she's going to do a bunch of like, you know, diplomatically incorrect things on her. You know, when she deals with the other uh, other foreign adversaries or whatever. She's going to. She's not going to be respected on the world stage like how they gave Angela Merkel a bunch of crap. They're going to give her crap, and they're going to be like, oh, you can't be right. And then Joy Reid's going to be like, oh, they're racist. Russia, Putin's racist to a black woman, a color president. They've never seen an American black woman in their life. That's why they're threatened of the patriarchy being shut down by the matriarchy and all this shit. And it's going to be fucking insane, bro. Because Dude, Joy, that's just, I don't, Joy Reid is off the fucking rails, man. Oh, You just blah, blah, gay sex, blah, blah, Congress. Joy, I've heard Joy Reid say... Stuff that like if oh, I mean she she basically says anybody that like during the 2016 election for example it was like all the black people that weren't voting like all on board for Hillary she basically said were Russian bots or Russian agents. Joy Reid like, is literally the most racist person I've like, ever heard, dude. I'm not yeah. even saying that facetiously, and I and I mean that like not lightly. She like st- she is stokes the racial fire more than any broadcaster, more than Don Lemon, more than Brian Seltzer. I've never seen. She just said that the Gabby Petito thing is is the only reason it's getting uh, a publicity because it has a white missing woman syndrome, missing white woman syndrome. Did you see <laughs> you that? You got a problem with that, nigga? Yeah, well, she, you know, she just is not a happy person, and she has an agenda, and with the news, we don't get the news anymore, dude. You're getting somebody's, like, personal opinion, or somebody's trying to influence you to uh, fall in line, or uh, so that you can be controlled, or brainwashed, and manipulated. It's really sad what's going on in today's... uh uh, Today's, uh, what is it, collective consciousness, the zeitgeist? Yeah. Not to bring it back to Hunter for too long, but Lavish in the chat room brings up a good point uh, about Hunter Biden. This guy has so many pictures of himself naked and doing drugs with hookers. My question is why? Yeah, it's like, why Why are you filming yourself doing stuff? Because it's like, it's one thing to film yourself, like, getting your nut off, like, film a bitch sucking your dick for, like, a spank bank for later. You know, that's one thing. But why was Hunter filming himself just laying naked in his bed by himself smoking crack constantly? Because there was, he was doing that constantly. What's the appeal of that? Why was he doing that? I don't get it. I'll tell you this much. All you got to do is go watch the Dave Chappelle sketch. It's like the mind of a crackhead is not uh, good. You're like way whacked out. <laughs> so in those videos, he probably thinks he looks good, and he's obviously some sort of sex addict. So he's like high on crack, sending those pictures to prostitutes and girls that he wants to fuck. And that's why he doesn't care, because he's sending so many dick pics, Chris, that like it, it, for him to actually start caring and having to worry about it, he'd be just up all night worrying about how many times his dick's out there. So he just has this like 
fuck it mentality, which I respect. One of the things I respect about him, and he's high on crack. So every video that you produce, imagine being like a producer of a TV show, just being high on, I mean, you're a producer of the No Agenda podcast, doing that like whacked out on crack. It would be different, you know? It would have a different vibe. And so instead of having like a selfie, like a normal person would have, he's like jacking off and showing his butthole and trying to, what he thinks at the time looks good, but in reality is like a horrible nightmare and it I mean, it, the only people it turns on are the crackhead prostitutes that think they're going to some so, sort of manipulate him out of some sort of money or something you know what I mean yeah I mean it is pretty weird as Kevin Bacon said you don't know shit cause you never been fucked in the ass I was I was looking for that Chappelle uh, skit to pull, pull up but it's like seven minutes so I won't do it but yeah it's uh, Tyrone Bigham is that what you're talking about Crack intervention. Well, the Tyrone Biggums is the is that the black white supremacist, and that's what they do with Larry Elder in California. I mean, say what you <laughs> want about him. The black face sure. of white supremacy. I mean, that's what they they literally said he's a black white supremacist. I mean, that is the. I mean, how how much more can that be a Dave Chappelle skit than the guy that was the the biggest contender to Gavin Newsom in the, in the recall. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it could have been rigged. It may not have been rigged because it's such a liberal place. But still, the guy that was the biggest contender threatening him was a black-white supremacist. I mean, <laughs> that would have... You couldn't... if they A Hollywood movie couldn't even write that because they would be like, oh, that's fake. This, this, this wouldn't be believable as a movie. You need to and, change the and story. And the progressives were hell-bent on making sure that we didn't see the first black governor of California. I know. I mean, hell bent. I mean, just, dude, the, and the way they freaking convinced them, like, Gavin Newsom is doing a good job. I mean, is that Stockholm Syndrome or what? How can these people be that stupid yeah. to think they're under some sort of positive leadership? They are They are living in a nightmare. I mean, it's I, mean really I think with the mail-in voting they're doing, I think every election is going to be suspect as long as that's going on. I mean, the, the COVID, the fake pandemic or the plandemic or the scamdemic, whatever you want to call it, is the perfect fucking scenario for these guys to just stuff the ballot boxes because, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you already know all this stuff. You you did bring up no agenda, so I feel like it's a good time to uh, to pull this up here. Um, the uh, This is where I first heard about you, so I feel like it, it'll be good to, and this is a long clip, but uh, feel free to interrupt at any point and... This will lead us into your more recent uh, trolling of the <laughs> Dallas of Dallas politics. But yeah, this is where I first heard you on No Agenda. Good stuff. Uh, this is uh, someone who called in during, uh, they did a, I guess they could do it in person and also on Zoom. Alexander Stein. Zoom. Hello, my name is Alexander Stein and I'm calling from Highland Park. And the reason I'm here today is we need to take a page, Mayor Johnson, out of New York's book. And we got to mandate vaccines because right now uh, I am losing housekeepers left and right. Because, listen, every time the service sends a housekeeper to my house and they test positive for coronavirus, I can't have them work around my kids. I have two trans kids in my house, both on puberty blockers. And you realize they are vulnerable. They're immunocompromised. We need more people vaccinated. I'm, I voted for Joe Biden, so I'm happy that we're getting more migration to Dallas. But until we mandate these vaccines, we're going to oh, continue to get people. This guy is so good. It's the best troll I've ever heard. That is a good compliment right there. I know. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. When Adam Curry says it's the best troll he's ever heard, that's, uh, yeah, you did something I know, right. He's an internet lord. He's like a lord of the internet. I mean, yeah. he's been, I mean, he's seen a lot of internet culture. 
Yeah, that's that's a compliment if I've ever heard of one right there. Come on. This guy is so good. It's the best I'm sure he's being facetious a little bit, but still, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's, I'm sure he's seen better, but hey, I'm going to take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. A phony. <laughs> no, he's the troll. He's trolling. Listen to him. He's, he was doing a good job of... It gets better. I got two trans <laughs> no, wait, kids. Wait, he doesn't wait, like the trans kids. I know that's not Adam, but it's just funny how it's funny how this is uh, the t- the the technique is called astroturfing, where you take the opposite you know side and you kind of just like poke fun or you, you know you use your own rhetoric against them. Yeah, and uh, and it's funny how it irks people because it does irk you a little bit, even though this guy knows I'm goofing. I mean, you can tell from my voice that I'm goofing. Like Adam, they don't they don't. They know it, but at the same time, uh, you still get lost. It's like it's like. Oh, are you um, talking this, about this Kurt, like the people at the at the mayor's meeting know you're goofing, or Dvorak uh, of No Agenda no, knows I'm, you're goofing? No, I'm saying like like I'm saying Dvorak knows I'm goofing, but that you know at the same time. Uh, you kind of think it's real. Like, this is what I'm trying to say is I, I do a show where we talk, we so we don't get a strike on YouTube. We talk like Conspiracy Castle. About, yeah, well, that, not just that show. In that show, I do a lot of sarcastic stuff, but I also do the show. It's called The Baby Truther Show. Uh, but the show I'm actually talking about is GNN. And, uh, uh, you know, we say yeah, how many, a lot wait, of Wait, hang stuff, on. Sorry to interrupt. How many shows do you do? You do Conspiracy Castle... So Conspiracy Castle is a channel that I have, and then I co-host a show called GNN, which is called the Global News Network. Global News Network. Okay. I'm going to have to – this will all be in the show notes, everybody that's listening, so you can check all these out. I didn't even know about these. The Global News Network show, yeah, I I, I do this show. In this show, I have two co-hosts, and we – we do the news, but we do it in, uh, in like the mainstream media way, talking about how great – like, you know, we're mad that abortion is taken away. And what I'm because the algorithms ta- can't pick up on sarcasm. Yes, and that's one of the reasons. But it's it's also it's so easy to say these talking points. Like it's I I don't know why it is. I guess it's like the MK Ultra predictive programming, whatever it is. But saying the official story is so hilarious. That's why like I, I, that's why Dvork it's it irks him to hear this person talking about his <laughs> trans kids because you, you can just tell he doesn't like it. But at the same time, this is like he's constantly hears people talking about trans stuff. So that's why it triggers him. It's really weird how when you say this stuff it's almost easier to say it like the the mainstream st- all this weird stuff to, to troll in this fake character than to actually be uh anti-vaccine and be on the other side does that make sense like it's almost easier to pretend yes. to be on the left than it is to actually be against it you sound and well, use that, their crazy rhetoric against them that, and that's always been the theory with people like david duke and richard spencer is that they're the opposite of that they are leftists posing as right-wingers to discredit the right and like uh like when david duke uh endorsed trump and then endorsed tulsi gabbard who's a democrat it would stand to reason that david duke is an operative trying to make those people look bad oh that makes it that makes total sense uh, yeah that that that, that you know that now i'm not saying you're an operative trying to make the left or pro-vax people look bad but you're but that's the same tactic it's like let's Let's just take what they're saying to an extreme and show how ridiculous it is. One hundred percent, and that's yeah. why. Because but you're but you're these, way funny. Like, I, I shouldn't I'm use that comparison be because it's actually hilarious what you're doing, not like what David Duke is doing. Yeah, I don't want to be anything like David Duke, but I'm saying, <laughs> dude, when you go to these meetings, I've already I used to go to the meetings and you say all the real stuff, like these vaccines are hurting people, it's causing myocarditis, and dude, it just it's like water off a duck's back. It doesn't even get any kickback. Like, I mean, it doesn't even get any. 
like uh, unless you're do something outrageous, it doesn't really make an because, effect. And so that's because a- everybody's made their mind up. There is no, no pretty. There's nobody undecided on this thing, and I think it's fair to say that either side. And I stand firmly in the free choice, not anti-vax necessarily, but make your own decision camp is where I stand. The people that are pro-vax or anti-vax or nobody's getting convinced, no matter what new data, everybody's made their mind up. There is no like there is almost nothing that could change anybody's mind because everybody's made their mind up. I mean, I know people on both sides of this and they're all stubborn as hell. So am I. So. Does that no, make sense? hundred percent. Yeah, I know, hundred percent. The only reason people are going to get it now, the people that are left over, is because of work or because they're actually forced to, or they think they got to do it for travel. But the the federal government can't mandate it. That you know, it can only be like businesses. Um, and and you know, so so more people are going to fall victim to it. But I, I I tend to agree with you, Chris. I don't think they're going to get the hundred percent, but they're going to get a hundred percent in Israel. And then you know, maybe one day Israel they'll, they'll just stop counting their deaths. Like, did you know that if you go to the hospital after the vaccine and it hasn't been a full two weeks you're considered a non-vaccinated uh covid hospitalization did you realize yep. that yep so dude i mean it, the, the numbers are so screwed up israel is going to get like 100 percent, then all their numbers are going to go down they're like oh we have to get america to 100 percent." but that's a scam too because now with boosters if you listen to that fda meeting that they had last friday multiple doctors are going on there and saying how bad the clips of that, vaccine yeah. is yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the you know and they're saying that they don't need the boosters for young people the FDA so, board well, ruled that they don't they they don't want the Pfizer boosters, right? Or am I mistaken? Yeah, no, they ruled against it, but they're going to still continue to push it. I mean, they they said they took Johnson and Johnson off for a minute, and it's because they said it caused myocarditis, and then somehow they put it right back on because of some study. So when it's Pfizer, when it's these pharmaceutical companies like the ones that make AstraZene, telling you AstraZene is safe, I mean, then then all the the books can be cooked. And I believe that's what's going to happen. And uh, until we lose, sadly, I don't want this to happen. This makes me sick to think about. But until like people lose like six-year-olds and seven-year-olds, I, I think like that is going to be the national news. And maybe the media covers it up and doesn't pick it up. But like once people realize, why are they They'll blame killing? it on the unvaccinated. Yeah, I know, shy. That's the that's the stupidest thing I've seen in the hospital. Yeah, saying, oh, the, in the that hospital baby died because the people around him weren't vaccinated. Look how happy that baby is. I just that line makes me so mad. They even say that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of the virus. So what's the point of it? Why do I need it to go on a plane if it doesn't stop the spread? It only protects you from having severe. They even say it, the, that's the their motto. The goalpost has been moved so drastically. It was like, and and I know people that are fi- totally fine with the trust the science crowd. And I know a lot of these people. They're like, like you you just don't believe in the science. It's like. You, you got a vaccine that they were telling you you wouldn't have to wear a mask, you wouldn't be able to contract or spread the virus after you got it, and now you're saying that you, everybody, even even when they're vaccinated, should still wear a mask, and yes, you can still spread it and contract it, and that doesn't bother you. But no, like they like the media's brainwashing is super strong for like it. it both sides have have dug their heels into the point where the people that already didn't trust the media trust it even less now. And the peop- and Trump had a lot to do with this. I think Trump catalyzed the division here, which could, is depending on how you look at it, could be a good thing or a bad thing. But like the, the the when he called CNN and all these people fake news, I mean he was right. But he, so you have half the country that doesn't trust anything, doesn't trust anything the news says, and you have the other half that maybe would have questioned like our foreign intervention wars and 
the left used to question vaccines. Now they double down. Now they trust Fauci. Now they trust science, even Dude, though the science is constantly in flux. Mia Bialyak, I can't even say her name, who just got uh, picked to be the next host of uh, Jeopardy. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about from Big yeah, Bang yeah, yeah. Theory? Yeah. She, in her book, in her parenting book, she was anti-vax. She said that she needed to ask because this book came out in like 2011 or something. And so she got a bunch of kickback from like these pro-vaccine people saying like, oh, you're anti-vax. And she had to go out and make a public statement saying, no, she's pro-vaccine and she's changed her stance on that. So you're right. Like that's, dude, 10 years ago, it was very hip to be anti-vax and to say they caused Jim Carrey was. Like, uh, yeah, who else? And, and uh, that, nobody, dude. McCarthy now we have it literally. Jenny McCarthy, she's the biggest yeah. one. Jenny McCarthy, but dude, I'm just saying, when Nicki Minaj is your biggest celebrity, <laughs> we're fucked. Yeah, but it's well, yeah, but we don't need ce celebrities are good for the culture war. But when we have Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology for vaccines, saying don't take it, when we have the guy who, the French scientist who discovered HIV and won the Nobel Prize for discovering HIV saying don't take it, when we have Dr. Judy Mikovits who worked under Fauci saying don't take it, well, I mean, the list goes on and on of scientists who have worked in this field and have high standing, although they've really tried to discredit Mikovits, but the, the science is what matters, but those people have all been censored off the internet and then you had project veritas recently showing uh even more evidence that hospitals are not reporting deaths uh due and stuff by the vaccine but uh, um before we continue with this uh clip of no agenda playing your your uh dallas talk with the mayor what was the name it was a global news network yeah, GNN, the Global News Network. GNN. And What's the best way to find that? Because when I look up GNN, it's not... Uh... Oh, I, I do GNN and then do Jaronism. And then Jaronism will be maybe that channel. It's under the Jaronism channel. But, uh, Just so people can find it. J-E-R? J-E-R-A-N-I-S-M. Uh... Yeah, he's, his channels. I mean, we restream it also on my YouTube. Oh, cool. Um, okay. But but on his YouTube, he has a lot. He has like a hundred some thousand subs. So that's yes. where the bigger right. audience. We usually have uh, like a, I'll, I'll add that to the show notes too, so people can find that. And what do you got? You I guys do that? that. Uh, what do you guys do every that? Thursday tomorrow. Yeah, every week, every Thursday, we do that. Awesome. Um, and then after that, we do that show where it's like sarcastically, and that shows an hour, and then we do like an hour show. Usually, usually a two hour show after that called the baby truther show and that's exclusively on Rockfin, where we can talk about all the medical stuff because on youtube you can't talk about anything so we do the global news network show because it's on youtube and, and we say youtube friendly stuff and then we do a, a kind of an after show a different show right after on Rockfin, where we can talk freely so people so watching this and there's the conspiracy castle and then uh, yeah. yes on on my youtube and you go to you know, Conspiracy Castle on YouTube, and there's a, a backup channel too as well, Conspiracy Castle 6.0. You, but, but freaking YouTube sucks. The, uh, right now we're on a, uh, you know, it's audio only podcast. There's not a lot of censorship in that format, so that's why I really need to start, you know, doing more content there. Because YouTube, dude, it is an absolute oh, nightmare. Yeah. Person content getting strikes from what we like from the guests we have on and what we talk about, I knew getting on YouTube would be a waste of time. I'm honestly surprised Mo Fax, who's been on this show, him and Adam have, have Mo Fax with Adam Curry, that podcast. I'm surprised YouTube hadn't kicked them off because they've been going hard about vaccine and stuff. But most, they, most they've been stuff, saying uh, vaccine. They've been saying the vaccine's hurting people. And they, they, like, dude, I got one for, I got a strike for mentioning Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, not well, get, even get saying a, do that Do you have much an RSS stuff. for your, uh, 
for your show? I do, I do. And yeah, I post yeah. it, I post on my RSS, but I'm just saying, it's like I put in time and, and effort because I, I like doing the video show. You know, I, yeah. that's kinda, I just, I like doing it. Um, and it just sucks because you work so hard on YouTube and at any moment they can take it away from you. It, I mean, it's just yeah. like so freaking annoying. Well, one of my favorite about- shows, uh, OBDM, got the boot from YouTube and they've been around for, you know, like 14, 15 years. And they're they're it's off ridiculous. there now, but yeah, they're using D Live, and uh, yeah, they might go to Rockfin. I don't know, but the uh, yeah the, the I, I'll I'll point people in the direction of your RSS too, and all that, just to send it to me because I think the that's that's where like Adam Curry's got podcasting 2.0 now, and that's uncensorable. So and, and, and it's you know really, people I mean, can give you money RSS with crypto feed. and all that. Yeah, that that is the future. But see, they have to have a. Why don't they have a video RSS feed yet, Chris? There are. I mean, there's um, there's places like Bitshoot and uh, No Agenda Tube and a handful of. Odyssey. I know, but they should. I'm just, I'm just saying, like this. That's got to be the future where it's going to have an RSS feed, but it can be for video as well. I think they're working on that. R- I'm. Um, yeah. So I need to talk to maybe Dave Jones or Sir Spencer about that because I I've heard rumblings that that might be in the works. I'll have to get back. I have to heard it. that too, but that'll be the future. It's like where you can just have an RSS feed. You can post it one, and it'll be on all the platforms. It'll be on anywhere that you know has a, a viewer. You know what I mean, basically. Yeah. Yeah, That'll right. be the future. That will be the future, no doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, I got a, I got a bunch of content. I, I'd appreciate it if anybody uh, goes and gives a subscription. And and this is the one thing I know. It's like obviously I'm trying to get cloud. I go to these city council meetings. I'm like trying to do this stuff. But because I'm ta- I'm speaking the opposite of the mainstream media. I'm never going to have like a mainstream big audience. So I'm just going for like a niche audience of fans that actually support me. So I think that I'm I'm sure. Adam, you know, probably has the same thing. It's like you have real fans. I'm saying yourself as well. It's like even if you're – even though I'm not the biggest person, I never will be the biggest person, if you have real people that actually support and leave comments and stuff, it, it makes you feel good when people tell you, oh, I like your content. I like it. You don't oh, need yeah, a million sure. people. Any, if you only, anytime if you, somebody a, leaves – A hundred people is enough. You know Even what I mean? somebody leaving a comment like this sucked, it's like, hey, man, at least you listened, you know, I've, 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 yeah. and all that stuff. Makes me happy. I can't. Uh, I can't tell you. I mean, I mean, four or five comments on on Instagram is enough to like. Okay, this I got to keep going. You know, that'll motivate me when I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to go yeah. talk in front of city council because this fucking kind of. By the way, but I'm like, before I continue yeah. with the, uh, yeah. the the original clip uh, that I first heard on No Agenda, because um, how do, what, do have, how have they not like? Isn't have you done this like three times now? This is the first time I guess was what they played on No Agenda. I, I, I've done it like this is like probably my sixth time. I mean, how do that's they the not? How do me. they keep letting you do it? I, I mean, dude, this is this time I finally signed up with a different name. The other times I signed up with the same name, but at last time I did it though, like the the after this clip that they that they played on No Agenda, I got an email like with a reference number, and it didn't say anything in the email. So I was like, oh shit! Next time I sign up, I'm sure if I was signed up under that email, maybe that reference number is going to come up, and they're going to say, oh, you yeah. can't speak. You're too boisterous. And so I just <laughs> didn't even fuck with it. I when I signed up this time, I did a to- totally different email, totally different name. That's why it said Primo Stone. So, oh yeah, my god, I mean, fuck it. Dude. And then I'm you did. Gonna... I'll, I'll play that after, uh, like later on. But you did do the one you sent me. You did that this morning, right? I watched the. Uh... Yes, I had okay. to do a fake dummy name this. I morning. won't spoil it because I. Yeah, I mean, I've watched. I was dying. <laughs> I watched that with my wife right before we started the episode. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, I'll, I'll finish out this no agenda 
uh, coverage of that one, and then we'll we'll move in on. New York, they're giving $100 plus a free hamburger. Here in Dallas, <laughs> maybe in the urban centers, we give free KFC. We give uh, free tacos in the Latin markets because the Latin markets, I'm telling you, I've had multiple housekeepers die from the Delta variant, and that is so hard on my children, Deca and Dalex, because what, what a nine-year-old, when they lose their favorite housekeeper... I, I, I mentioned uh, to somebody in the OBDM Discord that I was having you on today, and they told me to uh, make sure that I told you to tell Dalex hi. Yeah, oh yeah, Dalex is Dalex. Well, child, the Dalex is in child protective services right now, but oh, Dalex shit, is... See. Yeah, they feed they feed Daleks uh, uh, its three meals that Daleks require, so it'll be okay. And Daleks what, what, is insulin, so. A nine-year-old, when they lose their favorite housekeeper and they lose that pupusa recipe, when the service sends the next worker, uh, that housekeeper doesn't make the same recipe. So my kids are going through a, a, just a total turmoil, so we have to get creative. And we have to go into the gay community, like a creative idea. Um, since you're the first openly gay mayor of Dallas, we ought to do Mayor Johnson's He's not a Johnson gay mayor. He's, he's married with kids. He's, like a, he's a straight aunt. black man. He was really offended by that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I don't know much about Texas yeah, politics. It, so yeah, awesome. Well, of course, nobody does. Nobody knows who Dr. I mean, man, not Dr. Mayor John. Nobody knows who Eric Johnson is, the mayor of Dallas. But yes, he's a black man that's married with, I think, three kids or maybe two at least. And he's been like happily <laughs> married straight, man. Yes. You could have fooled yeah. me. That was like, I mean, I knew a lot of it was. I didn't realize that it was that level of trolling where he's not even a gay mayor. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Mayor Johnson's Johnson and Johnson, like, had me die. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll finish this. And then we could also do like a, a drag queen story time where we could have, you know, free vaccines. We could have drag queens reading to children. And then we could just have this, you know, open air market of, of drag of, you know, story time. Cleanliness and not a bunch of people with germs. Because what have, what's happening now is we have Governor Abbott who is, is going to make it that everybody's going to get sick and die of Delta unless you get these <laughs> vaccines. And my vaccine won't work unless you are vaccinated. So we need to stick needles in arms. We need vaccine mandates. You shouldn't be able to shop you shouldn't be able to work and you shouldn't be able to go to any of these sports games especially texas high school football without your vaccination and we need you and being a gay icon like yourself in the gay community we need you mayor johnson to offer this because we cannot protect these people without the vaccine not enough people are getting it and now everybody that doesn't have the vaccine is making me sick i don't deserve to be sick i follow the rules i'm doing everything right and until you make vaccines and now he's just stretching because he can't believe he hasn't been cut off yet is that true well we no kind of but i had some point i missed two points because i would just have bullet points just one time i wrote the whole speech but here i got i have one more i have one more humdinger left yeah so you're just like you're just looking down like oh yeah make sure i hit everything yes basically i didn't but have were you, it like were you surprised for... like that they like I, w I would be amazed at this point that they hadn't cut me off but i think it's like what uh what Dvorak says maybe later on in this clip is <laughs> like they can't cut you off because what if you actually do have two trans kids and then they're going to be bigots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they can't they they don't even want to risk it. You know, they don't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> he just goes and go I, I think this we need more of this. Show the mirror, because this is exactly That's impossible. That that guy is talented. Uh, he's if he's not a comic, he might as well be. He was he's dressed well, class too. clown of his office, <laughs> and he's a snide. He's also a prick and something. So sort of a snide son of a bitch. I love it. But 
So you can't have more of that. There's just not that many people that are capable of doing what that guy did. Right. Well, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> there you go, man. You got the talent. Yeah, that makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really, really good. I'm not. I mean, I, yeah, I know I couldn't have done it with a straight face. Like, I, it's got, it's incredible, especially like, because that one was over, uh, what was it, Zoom or Skype or something? Yeah, that see that's done but, over Zoom. But then and, you've done them in person too, which is even more amazing. Yeah, well, today I did it. Today was the first meeting. I think it was, it was able to actually be in person that they can that I could speak at. So I went and talked. And today, like I said, I've, I've talked about six times all over Zoom, and I've always said the same. You know, the first time I ever talked, I said the same. You know, I said like. I was really anti-vax, talking about how, you know, Hank, it was right when Hank Aaron died, and I had a picture of Hank Aaron. I was like, this guy dies from the vaccine, and they got <laughs> shut down off YouTube. I got a strike. Yeah. And I uploaded to my backup channel, not my main channel. I, like, immediately got a strike. I talked about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. I was like, you as a black man should be worried about, you know, you know how the vaccine mandates are racist. And, dude, they, you would have thought, they, I'm a tinfoil hat psycho. And so then I was like, fuck these people. Not, not, it's not even like that. I don't even mean F them, but I'm like, fuck that approach i gotta say i gotta use like what they want to hear and just say it in the most ridiculous way possible because if i say how i actually feel then they're just going to shut me down oh this guy's a crazy conspiracy theorist it's so easy to yeah. you know like uh, you know to box me up it's so a, i have to come out the approach you're taking is is uh that's how we win it's the same it's the same thing that's going on with the trans vaccination movement it's the same type of thing where it's like use their own logic against them where you see like, you know, you have this Asian guy going viral now on Twitter with the spiky hair saying like, well, I knew I was born in the wrong body. I was born in a unvaccinated person's body, but I'm really identify as a vaccinated person. And it's yeah, that, and that kind of it. logic that's going to like break their brains and get us out of this mess. I think humor also is like, there's a reason that uh, comedian like com comedy and comedians in, in particular are the answer to tyranny they're the, and you know the king might lop off the comedians heads but uh without the comedians the king will lop off everybody's heads i guess yeah, you're right about that. But, dude, there is no comedy left. I mean, with guys like I used to look up Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, Howard Stern. These people I thought were so funny. <laughs> That's another fuck or your freedom guy, Howard Stern. I mean, yeah, Howard Stern. But even Sasha Baron Cohen, dude, I fuck Borat was one of the fu funniest things. I still kind of want to emulate Sasha Baron Cohen. You know, when I go out and do a man on the street, I, I still, you know, think he's he was a really talented guy. But, dude, those guys suck. So, like, comedy's dead. It's all about intersectionality and checking off boxes now when they cast these shows and they write these stories. Yeah. So the only way we get out of it is if we create our own sort of grassroots real humor because the humor that we're going to give in the mainstream media is dead. Like there's going to be very few things. I don't watch this Ted Lasso show, but the way they're pumping it up, it either sucks or it's actually good. You know what I mean? It can only be two things. It's either sucks and they're just pumping it up because Apple TV is such a big company or it's actually a good show. But I can't think of any good show or comedy that's been, come out in the past five years. Um. <clears throat> Is that rhetorical, or do you want me to name off a couple that name I like? Name it. I mean, I, I like the one that was with the Bill Hader on HBO. That was okay. What's the oh, one? Oh, Barry? Uh, that was an okay that was an, show. That, that wasn't I even saw. really a comedy, though. That was like a, dra a dramedy or something. But uh, yeah, that was, um, uh, I think you should leave. Seen. It's, it's absurdist, so it's not it's apolitical. There's no nothing political about it, which is why it's good. But I think you should leave uh, Tim Robinson, I think his name is, on on Netflix, I think you should leave is just some fantastic sketch comedy in the vein of old school whitest kids, you know, 
Well, I need to see because I love why this kid, you know. And did yep. you see how, well, what's his name, died? Did you see uh, that that supposedly he fell off his balcony? Did you see that, Trevor? I, they, did they come out with how he died? Because I'd heard things about it because I've, I've talked to two people now that were kind of in that circle. I, like I had Brendan Walsh, Listen, the comic, on. And he. And what did they say? I just heard they said they found a bottle of alcohol and then it looked like he fell off his second story balcony. Uh, hmm. What have you heard? Well, that's. That is. I, I heard like it was a fall. I didn't know a balcony in specific. And I don't know. If, the only reason I'm even. I, I kind of wasn't. I wasn't going to say anything about it. But if you've heard that, then I guess it's kind of out. Um, but it, I mean. I wouldn't rule out foul play because Trevor Moore was. I mean, I'm not saying for sure. What? See, I haven't heard that. You think you see? I don't know if that. And I'm a conspiracy tinfoil hat person. What, what do you mean foul play? Like he's trying I, to kill I'm himself? I'm not saying that. Somebody I, I have no proof that anything sketchy happened. This is all speculation. It's and all rumor speculation for the people listening. We just want to say yes. this. We're just guessing. And this I nothing, we don't know. And I have nothing but love in my heart. Trevor Moore was one of my heroes. One of the and best. In my, and in my top three comp comedians choices. But when I find it suspicious that he's a guy that was in all five seasons of his show and in every single comedy music album he made, exposed 9-11, talked about uh, the Illuminati, Illuminati, talked about sex trafficking, talked about Epstein, talked, and he was questioning the vaccines and joking about all that. And, and they don't disclose how he died for, what was it, two months now? I, it's just weird. I, I'm not saying that I have any proof of anything nefarious, but people that were close to him seem to express that similar sentiment. Um, that Dude, he he no doubt was blackpilled, but but then you saw he was doing that new show, I believe, on Comedy Central that was kind of like you know home studio almost type show. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, in his recent uh, one of his like a month before he died, less than a month before he died, he had that episode called "Get Ready to Die," and they had a coffin in the middle of it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Shit. But Get I'm just ready saying to die, in that show. That Trevor Moore show about two weeks before he to, died. They posted that. I need I need to watch that. Wow. But I was saying on that show, he was pretty And, and I, just, I just want to reiterate that I'm not, I have nothing but respect for him and his family and it's tragic, but I, I just am, I'm not convinced one way or the other of whether or not there was something shady going on. I'm just leaving the, Dude, leaving it really, possibility open. This is all I'm saying is Trevor Moore is a genius guy, and mm -hmm. I just don't think he would be that dumb to get so shit-faced he just falls and dies. So that's what I'm saying. That does seem kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care how shit-faced Trevor Moore is. I feel like he maybe would know to not be on the balcony, like, dangling off it. You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could be wrong, but... Yeah, it's just, uh, it, just it doesn't sound. It's just, yeah, it's just a weird. It's just a weird way for a guy like that to go out. I just, you know, like when you picture somebody dying of an accident, you think of like the idiocracy thing, or like you look at the barrel of a gun or something. He just, I mean, maybe a car accident that would make sense, but just a one person accident in your house like that, I don't know a place you're, a safer place you could have been. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's all speculation on my part, but even Walsh is friends. When Brandon Walsh was on, he's friends with some of the whitest kids you know, guys. And he said I, he wouldn't rule out foul play, but he didn't. I don't know. I've I shouldn't talk about too much because I've I've heard some stuff behind the scenes just talking to like people like Johnny Pemberton and Walsh. I don't know. And Johnny Pemberton would know because he's a big time actor. Wow. And he's been, uh, he's been in. Uh, he was working on the whitest kids you know movie with them. I don't know, is man. Is he blackpilled? Is Pemberton blackpilled? Do you think? I bet he's vaccinated. More so than Duncan. You know Duncan Trussell? 
Yeah, of course. Is yeah, he black pill? Duncan, I, I met him brief. I, hi, I was baked out of my gourd on some strong pot brownies when I saw him. I was at front row for a show. And he used to be all into, like, you know, conspiracies and stuff. And now he's his new wife and kid. He's He just won't. He does he he doesn't yeah, give weird. it the time of day. Yeah. He, I don't know what happened other than like I don't know something something fucking happened to that guy because now he's just pushing the vaccine unironically, like and I don't know Dude, what I don't know. Unironically, he's unironically pushing it all really hard, and I would have never thought that. So like, and he has so a show bizarre. On Netflix, I, so. It's it's got to be his wife or or I don't know because he used to say when he was on Joe Rogan back in the day he would be like, man, like hasn't the CIA approached you and like. Like talk to you into like talking about certain things or not talking about certain things, and now Duncan's that guy. Duncan is the guy that's pushing the fucking CIA narrative. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. Yeah, he he probably got got by the CIA. I mean, that's probably or his exactly bitch what of a wife just convinced him to. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. Something weird happened either, though. It was right. But, it was like two years after Trump got elected. It was just like a switch went off, and he just started pushing the narrative. And he was on Kill Tony. And as soon as Al- he came out on stage with Rogan, and as soon as Alex, he realized Alex Jones was on stage, he fucking left. And he was like, uh, I what? Yeah, dude, he, it was weird. You watch that. Go back and watch that episode, because he's like, this is the first guy. Hey, guys, this is the first time I've ever been on. Uh, I, I've been on stage in front of a live crowd since COVID started. And it's like a year and a half after COVID. And he's like, I, I cried before I came on stage. And it's like, first of all, you're a fucking pussy. And second of all. Like, okay, if you're so happy to be on stage, why did you only stay for two minutes? And once Alex Jones said a freaking word on stage with you, you just you left. You're telling me Duncan Trussell is afraid of Alex Jones? Yeah, and he used to love Alex Jones. He used to say he wanted Alex yeah, Jones on the show. Yeah, dude. Like, that, I had, that's what I'm I, saying. I, 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 I'm Alex, blown up. I had Alex Jones on for two minutes. I wasn't scared of him. Of course, I wasn't in the same room with him. But I would have hugged no. him if I was. Dude, I love AJ, but what, dude, you're telling me because I could have sworn I thought I could have. I've only heard clips from forever ago, but I thought what's Duncan would have wanted to get the clout from AJ. But dude, obviously he's that big of a pussy. Like his agent, his manager, his wife, his wife. Somebody's got to be his yeah. wife, man. Well, he's, he's his wife is a hillbot. I'm pretty sure. Well, so, I mean, a Hillary Clinton bot. What is a hillbot? Yeah, yeah, hillbot, Hillary Clinton yeah. bot. Well. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm just saying he did go from like this. And, dude, the the counterculture should be comedians. Like, there should be these George Carlin types. But that's the opposite, man. They're all double vaccinated at the comedy store. Like Bill Burr's the no, same way, man. dude. Bill Burr has softened up. Oh, Bill up. Burr sucks, dude. He, he used to be dick. Bill Burr used to be counterculture. Now Bill Burr is just, it's like, well, he got it. You know what it is? I think it might not be Duncan's wife. wife. I think it, Bill Burr got a Netflix deal. You know who else got a Netflix deal for a, a season of his show? Duncan Trussell with Midnight Gospel. Yeah. Maybe it's the Netflix Burr, deal that fucking Burr changes. Kreischer. They sit yeah, you down. Yeah. Well, that's what, but, uh, that's what I was uh, listening to. There's a couple, like Tim Dillon, I think is still uh No, dude. He's double vaccinated. Dude, well, yeah, Tim but Dillon, he's not he, pushing it. He's, he's a, at least not pushing no, he, it. I know, but he's the guy that everybody thinks is like this, like big, you know, uh, like thought leader for the counterculture. He's the opposite, man. I know he's at least funny. That he is hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. More funny than I what am. What about Jim I'm Brewer? Funny. Jim Brewer. Oh, Jim Brewer is awesome. No, but yeah. listen, love. I want to say I want to finish my Tim Dillon thing. Sorry. There's yeah. people telling me that Tim Dillon supposed like ripped a bunch of people off on like a bunch of house deals, and that he was like in <laughs> all this bad debt, and that Airbnb. like you know. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, Tim Dillon, I know he seems like this good guy, but he's, like, 400 pounds. Like, he's fucking hilarious, but he's not my leader, dude. I know Tim Dillon, I used to think I was kind of like this Tim Dillon fan until I really kind of looked into Tim Dillon. And, man, I found out he's double vaccinated, uh, so he's just a fraud. Uh, if he, if well, he's willing to get the vaccine, then he's just a fat. I don't, then I don't, I don't want any of his opinion. because, And I'm not anti-fat. I like fat. I'm a fat guy. But I don't need him giving me health advice or even any advice. Anymore. But even even while he's double vaccinated, he's saying things like this. I wonder if I can find this. Yeah, here we go. Well, I was laying in bed with COVID. It was a mild case, you know. Because See, he got he got COVID after getting vaccinated, and this is what he said, like within a week. Because I was vaccinated, but really because I got the Regeneron. Whatever. Everyone I know who's vaccinated has COVID and is dying. But whatever. I guess that's what was supposed to happen. Every day they 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 literally tell you less and less to expect from the vaccine. Like you're like, I have it. I, I probably won't get it. Right. They're like, oh, no, you'll get it. Yeah, but I won't get sick. Oh, you'll get sick. Yeah, but I won't die. You'll probably die. I mean, he's not pushing the vaccine by any means, even though he got it. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree. I don't even want to debate with you, but it's like, man, he, I guess he's being un I mean, he's being ironic that like the vaccine's fucking him up. So I guess maybe that's waking people up. But man, he lives, you know, and, and, and I'm pro gay, but like, that's another <laughs> thing, dude. He's like a huge homo and he doesn't even <laughs> act like a homo. So he's just a, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm on this like, nah, I was a Tim Dillon. And head, I'm mean, now I'm kind of like anti Tim Dillon. I don't think he's actually. Well, he I put him. I'll put it this way. I like him a lot more than I do Duncan Trussell. Yeah, I'll give you that. But like, I like Sam Tripoli. He is. He quit doing his show. The comedy Tripoli's show. cool. I mean, Tripoli's show. awesome, but Tripoli's not funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I fuck, dude. Stand-up, I don't really like to watch stand up comedy, to be honest. So I like Sam's podcast. I think it's funny on there. But, dude, I don't, I don't really watch anybody's stand up comedy. I mean, who's funny? If I watch any, I watch like old clips of Carlin. I don't watch Tim Dillon's stand up. I don't watch Louis, Louis Gomez. I don't fucking watch anybody's stand up because yeah, right. I, I don't even like that form of content, to be honest. I like long form podcast, and I especially like it if it has a, a video. Yeah. No, I'm with I'm with you on most of that, um, and yeah, it's there's also just the fact that Tim Dillon, even though he's funnier at doing it than anybody else, the amount of paid promotions, it's like, dude, you're already making t- almost two hundred grand a month off Patreon. Why do you need so many fucking ads in your podcast? But you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 do you have a bunch of ads on your podcast? Who who did you say? Sorry, I freaking uh, no, I don't. I don't do ads. Started. I actually didn't even set up a donation page until a hundred episodes in. So this is all value for value. If anybody wants to support, they go to the donate button at shitmyass.com or podtard.com. There's donate. Go to the top right. Hit shitmyass.com. I love that. How yeah, is it? Aren't people afraid? That's, aren't people afraid they're going to go to a porn website though? I mean, doesn't that sound like a Dude, you know what's funny? My my one of my friends who's listens to my podcast all the time told me the other day. He's like, "Shit, man, I've been telling people to go to eatmyass.com." I was like, "Oh my god, you've been sending people to a porn shot." I almost (laughs) almost guarantee you've been sending people to a porn site. But no, it's shitmyass.com, shitmyass.com, or for the live show and chat room that you can hop in the chat room for. We got some people in there now. Eighteen people in here. You can go to podtard.com, as in retard. Podtard.com for the live show. But yeah, it's all it's all value for value. There's no ads, no paywalls, nothing like that. And I don't begrudge people for doing ads or paywalls, but uh, No Agenda has really spoiled me and and a lot of the other shows I listen to, like Behind the Schemes or Bull After Bull or Hog Story, Nick the Rat, yada yada. Like all these 
shows that do the value for value model, the new one, Planet Rage, stuff like that. It's like once you are hooked, once you are used to listening to something like without ads, it fucking sucks to listen to somebody rattle on about ads for 20 minutes. Like Rogan is unlistenable at this point. And, uh, Yo, yeah, Rogan and, sucks and now, uh, who has too many ads? Sorry to cut you off. We were talking about who has a bunch of ads, but the thing is, I do a show on Rockfin, which is behind a paywall. But at least on that place, it's kind of like a, a, a you know, I guess you'd say like a Patreon or something. But I can create content. I don't ever have to worry about getting a strike or copyright. So I can, you know, it's kind of like my X-rated, you know, uh, yeah. area. So. You know, I, I don't like the paywall either because I, I, but I do pay for people's content, but I only started really paying for people's content, Chris, when I became a content creator. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I'm, I'm the same I, way. I, I never I recently used, I never subscribed to, to a couple of Patreons. Uh, and I didn't have a Patreon account until recently, but yeah, no, that, oh, that's what I was going to say is like it, getting used to no ads on podcasts and just donating once in a while. It's like having a Netflix subscription and then going back to watching cable. It's like, you got to watch an ad every fucking 10 minutes watching cable. It's the same thing with uh, most podcasts that aren't value for value or, or paywall. Paywall is the same. Like, I'm fine with a paywall because as long as... But that's what I was saying about Tim Dillon, just to agree with you about him, is like, why do you need... Why do you need to make 200 grand, almost 200 grand a month from Patreon and still do ads constantly in your podcast? It's like, just pick Dude, one. Dude, he makes so much and he only does an hour-long show a week or does he do two hours a week? I think he does one hour and then a second hour for the Patreon. One hour people. Patreon. Yeah, dude, that's nothing, dude. Yeah. He doesn't, I mean, it's, I mean, I, ha- I mean, why am I bashing I'm Tim Dillon? I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve it because I think he is the funniest. He has the is funniest solo podcast, Town? but is he it's up there with Come Town. I'd say that it's a close, close. Uh, and and Come Town guys guy, are. Brandon Walsh, and I'm not just saying this because he came on my show. Brandon Walsh's world record podcast is one of the funniest fucking podcast i've ever seen it's really good uh what does he what does he talk about i mean what does he have guests i mean walsh? what is like what i mean yeah i mean yeah walsh is very he's he would agree with you and i on pretty much everything conspiracy and political wise like he's been he's been on triple's tinfoil had a bunch but yeah his his yeah, show yeah. is mostly just prank oh, i know calls. i know Brent. yeah 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 yeah, yeah he, he is no he's funny but I, i'm just saying uh you know, it's hard. It's it's uh, kind of hard to reinvent the wheel sometimes with these shows. I feel like the only thing you can kind of do different is you have interesting guests. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, that's like when I'm trying to create a long form. It's like you, you know, trying to interview me. You want to have somebody that's like well-known, but you also want people that aren't that super well-known that might become well-known. You know, you want to help get, you know, it's just weird. That's like. I just want to have a fun like, conversation. That's main. That's exactly. Main but, you know, I you're mean, trying to I'm, create good content. Yeah. Yeah. But that but it actually brings us to uh, I I should have done this a while ago, the uh, the city council speech you did today. You want to do that? Yes, yes. All right. Let me just uh, give me a shout if you want me to pause it. This was really good. Primo Stone. And that's my alias, Primo Stone. My dog's named Primo. <laughs> R.I.P. Because this is because this time I know they're going to remember me. So I ha- I was like, hello, Mr. Oh, Mayor. Know. And thank you. <laughs> Sorry, say it again. They're going to remember no, you. I'm so saying, I, know, I know they're going to remember me. So I want to give them a dummy name. So it's kind of harder to figure out who I am, even though I say my name at the end of it. But, you know, I, I just wanted to throw them off my scent from the start. That's why I gave him the catfish. <laughs> 
Hello, Mr. Mayor, and thank you for allowing me this time to speak to you today, but unfortunately the subject that I have to speak about is very traumatic and personal to me. With the new abortion legislation brought forth by the Texas Supreme Court allowing the heartbeat bill and limiting abortions to six weeks is incredibly unconstitutional. Bill Gates' father, William Gates Sr., would be so disappointed in his son for letting this bill pass, considering Gates' family involvement in starting Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger. Currently, I'm in a situation where I have three different birthing people pregnant at the same time, and I would like for all of them to have abortions, but unfortunately with this new heartbeat bill, we are unable to get the usual abortions that we often get. I don't like to use any contraception whatsoever because it hinders my performance, so that's why I depend on abortions as a 100% effective form of birth control. But now that the state is making it almost impossible for birthing people to even get an abortion, I'm going to be forced to change my entire lifestyle. Roe versus Wade made it very clear that abortions are completely legal, and I wish Dallas would take a page out of New York's rule book and approve late-term abortion up to six hours after birth, because this would solve a lot of problems for expected parents that don't want to have the financial obligation of raising a child that they didn't plan for with money that they don't have. And although I'm perfectly capable of financially supporting a young child, and I know that I would get crazy amount of likes and comments on my TikTok and Instagram accounts from all the cool baby photos, and I can post them in Armani and Gucci baby gear, and it's very easy for me to find birthing people that want me to leave my seat inside them, but unfortunately, I don't have the time or the ability to change my vacations to Cabo San Lucas in Jamaica, because those are non-refundable flights. And I travel to many other international destinations on a regular basis because my social media influence on Instagram is similar to that of Dan Bilzerian or Chrissy Teigen's. But sadly, with multiple children, this can hinder my ability to travel, and I know this may sound a little selfish, but my doctor and psychiatrist both prescribed me an eat-pray-love lifestyle ever since my first ex-wife and her new fiancé died in a fire at our old lake house that she received in the divorce settlement. My two transgender children, my two transgender children from the divorce, Decca and Alex, who are both on puberty blockers, were just surrendered to child protective services until I can get my drunk driving problem behind me. Because I recently got to DWI outside of the Olive Garden on Technology Boulevard after the all-you-can-eat pasta promotion they have. But regardless of all the Pinot Grigio and Fettuccine Alfredo, I sit here in front of the mayor and city council begging that you use some of the budgetary funds to hire attorneys and file a lawsuit against Governor Abbott. Just like you're suing for the mass mandate laws that are currently in place by the governor. Please do something to reverse this unjust, unconstitutional abortion ban so that I can go back to raw dogging birthing people that I can go back to raw dogging birthing people that I meet outside of Arby's and drug rehabilitation centers. If you're watching this online and you want to smoke such a sweet slater, choke me in my Instagram crime time All one word. In my Twitter, Alex999. So when that cut happens, that means they cut your your time was up and they just cut you off. No, honestly, it, no, it, it's funny because I got anxious. The the live feed, the the way the city works, it's, they play it on a TV channel, but it's also on the internet. Mm-hmm. So you can't rewind. And so I was fucking recording it on my phone as I was speaking. And as I'm walking out, as I'm done speaking, I didn't realize there's a 20 second delay. So I think I'm done. So even though I'm walking out, I'm in a good mood. I just like, oh, I'm so happy I'm done. I turn my phone off. And it was recording, so it didn't record the whole thing. So I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta wait." And then, and then they don't post it till the next day. So I was like, "Shit, I just want to post the whole clip. I don't really care." And so, so yeah, tomorrow morning it'll be available to download. Oh, uh, I see. What you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I, yeah, I didn't yeah. get the whole feed, so fucked up the audio. But I really don't give two shits. I mean, 
I mean, I'm gonna repost the. I mean, one it's still fucking fun. Feed. It's yeah. I mean, like I like a like we we played earlier on No Agenda where Dvorak John C. Dvorak said. Like I couldn't do that, and I he said that I couldn't do that. I know I can do that. I couldn't keep a straight face and do. You're a you are a master troll, and that's I mean that in the best possible way, dude. You're you're fucking good at the yeah, shit. And no, that is true, dude. I am one hundred percent a troll, and that's what sucks is like you know you have to kind of be able to take getting trolled as well. But I feel like I've been trolled a lot in my life. Um, but yes, you get to the point where I am like a freaking under the bridge troll, like a WWF <laughs> heel, and and I mean that's just I, I embrace hey, it. Hey, so was I Trump, liked, man. Yeah, so was Trump. But I mean, I like I like you know professional wrestling. I like how there has to be kind of a villain, and I'm not really like this. I don't I don't think like what I'm 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 what I'm saying is kind of bad. Like saying oh I want abortions and stuff. But anybody that can't get the joke is obviously you know too stupid to uh, to realize what's going on. So they're never going to get the joke. So like I said earlier, I'm just doing this for like a niche audience. I'm not I'm not doing this for everybody out there. I'm just doing it like to entertain the few people that might find some sort of entertainment out of it. I don't understand. The, I don't know. I don't understand the abortion controversy. That's are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound to cast 10 votes. Because I'm Uncle Abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't necessarily think abortion should be totally gone. I, uh, uh, but the, the, that I think you. this is my one thing with abortion when I talk about it. I see the biggest people that are pro-abortion are lesbians and gay guys and they can't get pregnant or have unwanted pregnancies so i don't understand why they're so pro-abortion that's the only thing like i don't necessarily think you should have late-term abortions i think there should be a limit but there should be some women can make a mistake and have some sort of time limit maybe that's reasonable i don't know what that number is i don't i'm not the person that, that can dictate that but at the same time like these people in New York that want late-term abortion so they have better fetal tissues for their, you know, experimental drugs or whatever, and then all these gay lesbians that just want to kill babies and they're never even going to get pregnant, it doesn't make a lot of sense that those people identify like it's so pro-abortion when it's it doesn't even have anything to do with their life. I agree. Yeah, it's and like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, you you. you Pointing a mirror, it, it might be a funhouse mirror, you know, if you're at a carnival. It's a funhouse mirror because it, it exaggerates what you're seeing, you know, in the mirror. It's not a straight-up mirror, but you point a funhouse mirror at the left. Or just, a, and not necessarily the left, you just, you're pointing a funhouse mirror at politics, and I fucking really appreciate it. And people can uh, catch you at uh, the Conspiracy Castle and uh, what was the other? Oh, Dude, you got to follow the Conspiracy Castle. And then every Thursday I have a show, uh, uh, the Global News Network. And it's uh, they're all on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. But if you really want to support me, you can go to my Patreon or Rockfin. Send me the Rockfin link. I'll put that in the show notes so people can find it. I will. I'll Patreon. send you that yeah. right now in the, in the message. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and Rockfin's good because, dude, I like I, I most of my content goes on YouTube. That's where I have the biggest following, and they're the they're the strictest. Like you can't say anything anti-vaccine, and so it's just it just really freaking sucks. So that's why I'm thankful to have a platform like Rockfin where I can say like literally whatever the hell I want without yeah. having to worry about it getting censored. Hell yeah, man. Um, and then wow, what was a well, you have um. Let's see, because you have uh, you have Rockfin, uh, Patreon, 
And I'm looking at... Uh, what, what's the show you're about to do here uh, coming up in like 10 minutes so maybe people can tune in live to that? If it's I, I live. go live. I do a live show every day. I go live about oh, okay. every night. Oh, so yeah, that's on Conspiracy do, Castle. Yes, on my YouTube oh. channel. I go live oh, every night. Yeah. So I'll, uh, I mean, yeah, Some I'll, nights I take a night off. I'll but, put that in the chat room because right, we got some people in the chat. I'll put that in the chat room right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I already have yeah okay so conspiracy yeah, castle I'll put my yeah put my link to the YouTube but I mean you can watch it on Rockfin as well but that's you know I go live literally almost every day and, and I post some sort of new content every single day so like either on the Instagram or my YouTube there's you know usually it's it's oh shit that's the studio link uh, I've only watched I've only watched like maybe three or four full episodes of the conspiracy castle but I've I've laughed out loud. So it's I like what you're doing. It's pretty man. chaotic. It's a chaotic yeah. show. It's know? fun. It's fun. To... And I love your intro. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's you. You do a really cool thing, and I just keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, yeah, I put that in the chat. Conspiracy Castle. So people in the chat, check that out. You'll be live in what ten minutes? You said something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, ten ten p.m. So like twenty minutes, and I got I you know I go live on camera, so I put on the. Freaking suit and tie with my underwear. Uh, <laughs> I don't wear I don't wear pants. I just put my, my the first episode so. I saw was uh, you like within you put on a horse mask within a couple seconds and Renee and I was like hell yeah the ivermectin Alex mask yeah yeah I mean Looking I'm about awesome. to start taking a bunch of ivermectin I'm about to butt chug ivermectin uh, I think it uh, I don't necessarily think it probably heals COVID though I mean it might help. Uh, but the fact that they're demoralizing ivermectin so it's much, gotta work better than the vaccine that's for sure no shit i mean i would rather take my chances with ivermectin but it's just so weird how they're so negative against it that makes me think like oh well maybe there is something good about it uh and how they say they've never they have no uh, they've no idea what the long-term <laughs> effects are of ivermectin yet they have no idea what the long-term effects are of this vaccine <laughs> that's what pisses me off the most if they were treating this vaccine like they're treating ivermectin it would be a totally different world but that's not the case yeah well we'll probably be stuck with this uh, current medical system for a while but man i'll let you go cuz you got a show to do but uh, everybody in the chat uh yeah uh, i posted conspiracy castle chris i appreciate it. i know today is a pain in the butt and i can't believe today my two dad's dogs got in a fight so <laughs> yeah. i had to go pick up my dad's dog and go drop it off at his house and now i have one of his dogs at my house <laughs> over at my house and i have a bunch of cats so i got to keep that i guess dog it worked out the then cat. that my my cuz like you had to do stuff anyway so my it worked out that my power went out but dude i was and then i had that show at 8 like yeah i was panicking for a while there man it was a fucking clusterfuck for a bit like i heard like a boom and it wasn't even raining yet it didn't start raining until like five minutes after that it just started pouring rain but like the transformer blew up and this has only happened one other time and it was when i was going to be a guest on hog story the fucking power blew up the exact minute i was supposed to be a guest on their show and my power went out so this is the second time that shit's happened i'm starting to think there's something fishy going on uh, no, looking it's at funny. You, okay, so, so I have a quick story about that. So, uh, yeah, just real quick, my power went out for a a uh, an interview with like Bishop Larry Gators, and that was kind of annoying. And him and I never did an interview again, which I was like totally out of my control because they're doing construction next door. So I, I I was like happened to be at like a, a garage sale, and they had this like backup power generator thing like uh where you plug into your wall and if your power goes out whatever's plugged into that generator box you know will last like a couple of hours and so i was like oh shit i'm gonna buy it at this this garage shows on like 20 bucks 
and my power went out in the middle of a show. I was interviewing somebody, and the generator thing didn't work, and I was so pissed off. I was hoping that it was going to work, and it didn't. And so it's just funny how I've been there where you're doing a show, and your power goes out. It's happened to me twice, and both times it was so freaking annoying. Like, I know. It sucks. Yeah. Well, peace, dude. And I hope yeah, you guys watch it's, Conspiracy Castle. And it's always a pleasure. I can't tell you how much. Let's do it again. Let's do it again sometime, man. I've had a we blast do. talking get, to you. And hopefully next time it won't be such a clusterfuck. <laughs> well, that's the only way I can know how to do it, dude. If it's not some sort of chaotic mess, then I, I don't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. China. What? China. Hmm? I love you, Alex Jones. I worship at the idol. That's my religion. I follow the religion of Alex Jones and L. Ron Hubbard. It's like Alex Jones Scientology mixed together. I, so. I creamed my pants when Alex came on my show for like two minutes. I literally creamed my pants. Were you on? Uh, did you did you have any alpha brain force? If you had some alpha brain, you would have performed better Shit. when you spoke to him. Yeah, you're thinking of Superman. He can vitality. tell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Were you on Superman Vitality? He can tell. No, I was. Uh, what, I think it was on Adderall. Yeah, see, <laughs> I think it was yeah, on Adderall. Exactly. If you're on Adderall, he can tell it's different. If, if you were on Super Male Vitality, he would have stayed on your show for two hours. That's well, how it's Alex it, right, the news. The news director of Infowars, Rob Dews, uh, been on the show a handful of times, and it just so happened that like he was recording in the Infowars studio, and Alex walked in. He's like, "What are you doing?" And he started talking to us for a little bit. It was pretty fun. But yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, well. Come Alpha back. brain force. All right, peace, Chris. Yeah, I'll come back. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, I put the I put the show in the chat. People check it out. Conspiracy Castle will be live in uh, fifteen minutes. And yeah, man, thanks, Alex. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. We need to do this again for real. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it all in one take next time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, peace. See you, man. Oh, that was Alex Stein. You may have heard him on No Agenda. <laughs> oh God. Well, dummies, you just wasted another amount of your non-precious time listening to abs in a six-pack. When are you going to stop? You know, there's very few of you. If, you, if this is like a hands-on-a-hard-body thing of trying to figure out who will be the last person to actually listen to this show, it's a lose-lose proposition. By the way, he asked me to do this. The head moron who makes the show. <laughs> The secret is, I think he's the biggest moron of all. It would indicate that you're a bigger moron for listening to his show. However, I think somehow that's not true. He actually is a bigger moron than the rest of you. Anyway, go outside. Read a book. Ride a bike. Take a walk. Go walk a dog. Go kiss somebody. Whatever there is, I can think of one million things to do better than listen to this dumb, crummy show. Abs and a six-pack. Well, I bet for most of you, you're half right. <laughs> this is Master Shake. Do something with your lives. <laughs>